Hi, welcome to the WADT podcast. Our topic for today is a solemn and serious one. It is something that is affecting more and more people in Singapore. I'm talking about suicide. In Singapore, suicide is the leading cause of death for those aged between 10 and 29. 452 lives were lost to suicide in 2020. And the fact that more than 70% of those who took their own lives are males make us want to talk about it on this podcast. Understandably, those who are thinking about killing themselves or have attempted suicide would not want to talk openly about it. But today, we are honoured to have a friend who thankfully lived to tell his story. Please welcome Jamal. Hello, Jamal. Hi. Hi, good afternoon. Hello. Nice to meet you guys. Thank you for being on and uh, thank you for being willing to share your story. Let's introduce you a little. Jamal is working as a safety officer and uh, he is married with five children whose ages range from four to 13. Very productive. (laughs) (laughs) So since you're a father, uh, let me first ask you this question. What do you think fatherhood is about? Fatherhood is actually who, who is a leader in a family, who educate the family into the right path, you know, and, um, and a father who actually contribute his, life, his, his entire uh, commitment to the family, you know, uh, to to have family um, to be to have his family be safe, uh, um, have his family uh, with proper meal uh, being taken care. The 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 thing is uh, that that all our the all the children are well equipped with uh, proper place to sleep, proper place to eat. You know? This is all about fatherhood like, and uh, educate them with the the correct right power. I, I like the question and I also like all the answers that all the fathers give us because there's no one definition of fatherhood and what you have said is what you believe in and that's why we don't prepare you on this question. We surprise you and it's coming from your heart. I, I know I, I, I believe it. I believe it like that. <laughs> okay, Jamal. Well, we are here to talk about suicide and uh, you have a personal story to tell. Uh, you thought of, you had thought of taking your own life and in fact, you acted on it. Can you tell us what happened to your life, in your life that led to it? That means, you know, what was the circumstances, you know, that eventually made you think about taking your own life? I'm a foster child and, and, and I've been, uh, been independent since the age of 10 years old. And uh, because my parents are uh, not, I, I don't get enough love. So I've been independent myself since I was 10 years old. And I've been working since that age, young age. And I always want to be successful in, in life. And um, I grew up in such a manner that every time I have to work and work and work to, 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 suck, to be a successful man. And there was a time that uh, I, I, I'm a street smart. Maybe I can tell myself that. So there was a time I did a very, uh, I, I joined a friend of mine 
uh, I set up a business myself and asked a friend of mine to join me. So, uh, and I, I, I did it very well in, in, in the industry. I, I set up a business with a, a very small capital of $300 and it grew until so huge until I have about 132 staff. And uh, at that time, I wa my age was already 28. That was the age where I earned my first million, you see? And out of sudden, when you start to grow fast and um, people surrounding you are already uh, looking at you, what oh, this fellow grew fast, you know, how he did, how that. So I have a business partner who I actually uh, joined with him and he he took away all my business and I had a very uh, uh, great fall up in my business and is and that business was was the one that my my hard work you know my I really worked so hard for it from from scratch and from zero I'm a school dropout and and I want to achieve to be someone at this age and then to settle down myself at at, at certain age i have so much of dreams you know and eventually all my my whole dreams have been shattered because of this business which my business partner took it away from me and it, 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 it like like it's my whole castle huh? my whole dreams being a businessman was shattered just in a split second huh? that was so uh shock uh. i i i unable to accept it uh. really honestly i unable to accept it because the company that i built was all my own hard work without anyone's help my business partner in is just like basically by the name that he is listed as a business partner. that's all but the rest of the work was done by me it's everything my own hard work you see and and I unable to accept and that's where it triggers me. Uh, I was I was so deep, so down and depressed uh, and uh, lost my whole confidence in myself and uh, I went to uh, I, I, I told I called before I did I called my wife uh, I, I told my wife that uh, I had I I have failed everyone down. I failed everyone down. I said that I had lost my my dreams. I have lost my business. I have lost everything in life. And and please don't look me up anymore. That's all. That that's about it. I said and then I left my car. You know I was so well to do. My Merc, my mobile, my wallet, everything I left in the car, and. I, I went to suicide myself in, at Labrador Sea, Labrador Park, along the seaside. So I, I, I already committed suicide myself. And then uh, when I already jumped over to the sea, uh, there was this, at that time, was uh, there was this few group of boys from, from Pasir Panjang Vocational Institute. I can still recall that was many many years ago 
they are the one who saved me and then uh, uh, they, they saved me from there and then they, they, they talked to me uncle uh, abang uh, that uh, the brother uh, why why you why you are you are doing this you know and then there was some passerby stopped me along that side and then talked to me then there's a few of them come and talk to me what you have to do this why uh, so i i got no question i got no answers to talk to them about this suicidal i got no answers i say i've been cheated i've been i've been i i, I have, my dreams are all shattered i i i have lost every single thing in my life and uh and this is i grew from scratch and to what i am what i was and now everything back to zero and i don't know how i'm going to start all over my life again you know so i thought mm. that's about it and and yeah and uh they they then they they are the boys asked me uh abang how you come here you know i say i left my car over there and uh, then they go and call then they call up my wife that i'm at at this place you know and then uh they i saw about about 200 over missed calls and it was my spouse in in the end my spouse mm. called my best friend they, they, they come over and talk to me now mm. wow uh, that, that's a very incredible story uh thank you for sharing that uh thank you for sharing so much details about it but i can only imagine because i i don't think i can ever fully understand how you felt but i can only imagine how you were feeling because you know i mean uh, a business partner who like you say didn't do much or didn't do anything maybe maybe he is called a sleeping partner but uh somehow he planned and he did something to take your business away the business that you built up i think that was a must have been a very very great uh, sense of betrayal you know and the fact that uh the fact that maybe you know you you were not able to stop it or maybe you didn't see it coming yeah you know so like, like you said you felt that you have let everybody down your family your wife uh you know and yeah such a great betrayal so it must be very painful uh hafiz and i we attended a, a course on um you know how to you know on suicide prevention and i think here here is a few things we, we can help our listeners understand what to look out for uh because you know like i said in the intro suicide is on the rise in singapore and you know it many of them are young people you know and i think uh, if you have friends you know uh, i'm sure well i hope not but <laughs> the chances of you know one of them at least one of them are in such a place and possibly entertaining the thought or even already planning to take their own lives uh, this information will definitely come in handy for you so the, the first thing we learn hafiz you can uh, remind me because <laughs> i may not fully remember all that i've learned uh first thing is to listen listen to what they're saying and and try to look out for you know to catch them saying things like you know life has no meaning life has no purpose oh i feel so alone you know uh, i'm 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 a burden to everybody you know my parents for example and and things like that you know so the hopelessness or the pain and all that and they want to just be able to 
escape from this pain or you know maybe like in the case of Jamal uh, he felt he has let down his family and you know he feels that he doesn't deserve to go on living and be you know or maybe he doesn't want to be a burden to others since now he has no more business uh, you know and he's no longer able to support his family but now he has to rely on people to support so first thing is to listen listen for these uh, signals you know uh, that people uh, through their through their speech you can catch them and you know that will give you a clue that maybe maybe they're at this very very low state and possibly thinking about suicide so the other one is uh, appetite with the feelings so maybe i'm going to ask jamal huh? did you share with anyone about your feelings someone you can trust huh? about your feelings uh, when you were depressed when you were you know in that deep uh, sorrow did you you know share with anyone and if any what was what were their responses no um, at that time when i it, it happened so fast so uh, i i give some uh, uh, i i believe i did talk about my work because i like to share uh, my work process to my spouse, you know, and then um, I, I say that this is happening. I'm unsure whether what my business partner is doing is right or not, you know. Uh, funds are, my, my company funds are missing. Uh, and then um, now I have no authorized of signature in the account. So these are the things that I I spoke to her, but uh, but I didn't really uh, realize things gonna turn the other way around, you know, and 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 because I put in so much trust, but uh, this trust actually uh, this betrayal that happened to me, I stopped trusting anyone, mm. including my family. I don't trust anyone. Yeah, so, so Jamal, from your from your reply, it seems that uh, emotionally you did you're not able to have a an an avenue, all right, a channel mm. to to share your emotions. And I think this is very important because um, um, it's assumed that men, um, you know, when men uh, share emotions, they are weak, right, and therefore men are less prepared to to do that. But it's uh, therapy actually when you start sharing your emotions. In fact. Today, we appreciate that you are sharing your experience. You tell with us with emotions. I, I, I can sense it and I, I, I can empathize it, although we are online, but I can, I can really sense. All right. And uh, sh having shared an emotion, you feel lighter. Right. But you have gone over that period that you can now share. But the problem is many a time, when uh, a person is at a state of uh, emotional, um, uh, deep emotional sorrow, uh, there's no one to listen. And I think what Prakshan said just now, once we hear it, we need to feel it, we need to empathize. Right? Be more aware, be present when a person tells us their problems and do not stop. So this uh, is what we learn also in the, um, in the course, uh, S-T-O-P. One is do not uh, stall or delay once you see a sign of uh, some kind of uh, uh, sign that the person is really depressed and uh, not even sometimes not talking 
uh, not very normal behavior, all right, don't stall and delay. Immediately uh, address him or her uh, the feeling or the, the behavior. Second, don't turn away because uh, sometimes you just want to say that, you know, uh, I have my own problem. Uh, I don't want to interfere. You know, I don't know what to do. Even if I know that you know how you want to commit suicide, you know, I don't want to even make it worse. So don't turn away. All right. And uh, that's T. O, don't overlook. All right. The so-called this signal. And uh, we may overlook some signs of uh, or, or, or suicide that they are showing. All right. And um, we have a chance to intervene, actually. All right. If we know, uh, we, we don't we don't turn away. And lastly, don't overlook. Don't say, for example, this person is just joking. This person, uh, you know, suicide is so rare. You know, I, I, I don't uh, think that it is possible. All right. And, and make it such that it's not serious. Yeah. So these are some of the tips that uh, yeah. I want, we I want to add on to that because uh, especially the part about overlooking, uh, you know, because sometimes when we look at a friend, you know, who might be saying things like, you know, life has no meaning, you know, or, or I, I'm, I just want to get away with, from all this. But you think to yourself, you know, this guy has always been a very, you know, very tough guy. You know, he seems to have everything in order, right? You know, everything put together. Uh, he's always so positive and cheerful. No, I don't think he's, he's the kind who will think about taking his own life. Uh, so that is a very good example of what overlook means, you know. Um, so what it what we need to remember is that anybody, anybody, no matter how you know uh, positive and cheerful or successful, you know, uh, maybe he's a family man, you know, that he says this guy has so much to live for, you know, he's so young and he has such a bright future. Uh, I'm I'm sure he's not. You know, he will not throw it all away by doing something silly like taking his own life. Now, that those are assumptions that we make, uh, which sounds logical, but from experience, as, as at least this is what the you know the experts tell us. Don't assume that because uh, you know anyone can reach that point of real you know hitting rock bottom and seeing no way out except suicide. So that that's an example of overlooking. So I think we need to. Uh, make sure that we don't think that way and just be open to the possibility that anybody, anybody can be thinking this at any time. And we need to, we just need to be uh, safe than sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So, so from what Jamal has uh, told us about his story, uh, he didn't have that um, person or friend or family uh, who he meet every day maybe a colleague maybe a family member who are able to intervene all right That's so right. the course of teacher actually suicide is preventable mm -hmm. right uh, it can be you me it can be our family members it's for us to be aware and have the uh, capacity capability and confident confident to to do something about it all right so, yeah so um, if, if you look at the, again, maybe we want to share a bit on what we learned from the course. Uh, they say there's a spectrum of uh, suicide prevention. Okay. So after you listen, after you, you need to establish rapport. Person need to trust to, to be able to share their deepest sorrow and their deepest secrets. Okay. So if you don't empathize and you don't listen, they were not going to share. And the most difficult now part is, that's what the, in the course we were taught is to ask directly 
Mm. I think <laughs> that's the hard part. <laughs> just how do you ask? Uh, you know, yeah. so definitely Jamal, there's no one yeah. to ask you, right? <laughs> right. Whether you contemplate right. suicide. Yeah. But but at that time after things happen, uh, I think my my spouse, my wife, who actually um, she very much concerned. Uh, she was so patient. I I really um, uh, thank her, you know, so much, you know, because she after things happen into suicide there was a relapse in between um I, I, I trust is one thing i don't trust anyone you know but she was so patient enough to to tolerate with my 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 attitude you know where i don't trust you know i don't eat i don't talk to anyone after things happen to me and i was so depressed you know I, I, I now you can see me i'm a big size you know? last time i was when the things happen i'm more like a madman you know more 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 like a uh start to talk alone you know uh, for for two years uh, and then uh i think uh, in between my wife my spouse and my best friend uh, they brought me to meet up a psychiatrist then uh, uh we, we i went through the process and then uh, and then while in, on the process itself uh, i recall what happened to me you know i i i in the process itself i unable to accept that things have changed me to the worst it's still unbelievable for me i i'm believable that i i cannot believe that i lost everything you know and in between also i did another uh i attempt another time by uh taking all kind of medicines you know of uh, overdose myself and then uh been hospitalized uh, my, my, and then uh i i was missing from home uh because the depression actually uh, uh make me walk around like a madman and then uh i was missing and that um my my wife got panic uh, got panic and then uh, i attempted the the taking overdose of uh, medicines uh, and uh, i think they found they, they call up the police and then they found me under the drain by overdosing myself and 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 brought me to hospital you know uh, exited out all whatever i have consumed you know and then all this my spouse found it she she already suspected me that i'm gonna do another crazy thing you know she already suspected me so she tried being closer to me and talk to me you know but i tried to avoid because things happen like the trust that i given to a friend which i already lost that trust and then it's i, I cannot accept it even my spouse or my friend, my close friend, my my foster parents, all I unable to accept that I can trust them. I lost the trust because it was such a big betrayal. But so, yet, yet Jamal, my spouse, yeah, sorry. Yeah, so Jamal, um, I, we understand and we hear that uh, the trust is the big issue. And therefore, even if your wife tried to intervene, uh, mm -hmm. it was so hard. Eh, for her yeah. to even get it out of you 
uh, I would like to ask for permission eh, to to mm. because you this is not this is one story. You have another story to tell. All right, mm. not about you, but what someone who is dear, very dear to you. Would you like to share something about uh, his experience as well? Yeah, uh, his experience. That is my son actually also a suicidal because of that trust. Um, so as a father, when I slowly gain my uh, I out from my depression and then uh, I start to have confidence myself then I slowly build up then I have my own children so I told myself that this is me I put things right like this means it's like this is it so I I make decision based on my what my heart says I'm a father I'm going to treat my children this way. I'm going to brought up my children this way. You, know, you don't need to teach me how I'm supposed to bring up. Because I was in that manner. And because you can see trust is one of the issues. And uh, and I was at a very young age, I already been fostered and been ill-treated. So these two play along until to my next family life, you know, where I, my own children, I start to treat in that manner. So every now and then, I I believe myself that as a father, most important thing, I put food on the table and children, please listen to me. Rule number one, father is always right. Rule number two, father's wrong, father is always right. You see, so that is what I taught myself. But every time when I come back home tired from work, and I get agitated with my children and get annoyed with my children. Uh, uh, noise, you know, they, then, uh, well, and they make, you know, children are children. They make so much noise. They play around this and that. But I get annoyed and agitated. And then I wake them, you know, I beat them up. You know, please be behave, you know. But I thought that is the way of teaching them to discipline them. Beating them, whack them, you know, and then scold them. Hey, you were, I, 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 I was so independent. I do all myself. Why you cannot do? Why you cannot listen to me? You know that kind of thing. And then there was one time my son. I have five of them. My second son, and at that time he was uh, seven years old. Uh, and my second son is a bit slightly mature uh, in sense of thinking. When there was, he did something wrong, when uh, he he speak louder or go against me something wrong, and I wake him, I wake him, really beat him up, uh, and uh, he told he he questioned me. We, he, he he's crying. He sit down and he tell me something. Daddy, I, I let me tell you something. Are you okay? You know, if I kill myself, will that satisfy you or not? Will that satisfy you or not? I, when he said, he recalls me what I did previously, you know, and I love my children. My 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 children are my next generation. And then he said he's killing himself and he's seven years old. I totally stunned, you know, I, I, I really stunned myself. What did I had done wrong? Uh, I, I told myself, oh, uh, I really did something wrong, but I, but I don't know how to express it. I really don't know how to express it. And I just walk up from my home. 
I, I don't know what to say. I don't know because the way he put it that he said he gonna kill himself, you know, and then hmm. and I, I I just stopped. I, I don't know. I, I got stunned. That man hmm. with the message he passed it, I just got stunned. I so I, I presume that uh, since that day your your fathering methods have changed and uh, I from hearing from you 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 are very different father today and <laughs> the way you treat your kids uh, are also is also very different would you like to tell us a bit about what what has changed and what what caused the change uh, I actually when my I, I had joined this uh, father's parent support group in the, in my son's school. Well, uh, because this thing happened, I I I I got really no idea where to look for. How should I uh, uh, how should I uh, find answers for this? What he asked, see? So. Uh, at that time, I already start talking. I, I start to communicate to my spouse a lot, and uh, and I went down to school. So uh, I'm in school. They have counselors, you know, and I joined this parent support group. I want to find out what this parent support group does. Uh. So this parent support group actually uh, uh, advised. Uh, I, I was one of the member, and then they advised me. To, to look join this uh, fathers group uh, some uh, at, at the time I wasn't uh, they say um, they recommend me center for fathering to to go into that and find out what I can actually uh, look for you see what I can really look for so I went down to join uh, I joined center of fathering and then look for something and then there was a workshop I attended and then from there i pick it up and now my children they are so close to me uh they are so wonderful to me you know previously my children they don't really talk to me they don't really uh ask me anything you know they don't they they really hate me uh they when they see me like they see a devil coming to them you know but now I'm their angel, you know. I, I they, are, they are my angel, and I'm their angel. You know? We love each other. Uh, there's no secretive, you know. We share everything. What what happened today? What happened to them today? They will share it to me, you know. Up to the extent of my children share, even they 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 share simple small thing also. And every day they expect me to come home with something. They they will expect they were waiting for me at the door step huh, for me to come home so when i come home they were so excited to see me now you know in, including my daughters you know hey, daddy hi you know my son the one that said uh he wants to kill himself now he's very close to me um so we work together like painting the house you know we do carpentry work electricals work you know all those small small things I do together with them, and then even homework, their homework, and then I sit down. I mean, now I don't have any uh, hiccups with my children. Now. That's that's the best thing. After I went into 
a lot of hardship uh, uh, with, and then I pick it up with many fathers where I communicate uh, in the in in center of fathering in the movement of deaths for life yeah in the uh, in the school group you know school fathers group uh, parents support group I learn I pick it up bits and pieces from everywhere and I combine into one and now I'm having a wonderful life with my children so we see this uh, you know really amazing transformation in you all right with your story and with what you are doing now and even you volunteering now you're one of the most active i heard uh, volunteer in uh, center for fathering um <laughs> i think uh, when you said you have a lot of hardship you know i think a lot, a lot of things that I, I'm, I'm picking up from here uh, with hardship come ease right i mean it's the reason why hardship is given to us it's a matter of how we um you know uh, see the hardship and be able to uh, transform it into something positive and you have done it really really well congratulate you and uh, you should your story should be known that's why we were very very looking uh, forward to having you on the podcast and uh, more importantly you don't have to experience uh, what Jamal has gone through right uh, that's why we, we couple this uh, episode with how do we uh, approach uh, people who have uh, show signs of uh, you know contemplating suicide and just to continue, uh, when we talk about the so-called uh, model, how to approach uh, uh, people who contemplate suicide, uh, we have talked about uh, listen, L, uh, is the life model, L-I-F-E. We talk about inquire directly, all right? Um, you know, you can ask uh, directly, all right? Are you uh, contemplating about taking away your life? You know, I mean, say it in a more gentle and, uh, you know, empathic way, you know, not, not a threatening way, uh, you know, so that, uh, it goes uh, smoothly and uh, third is to find a lifeline um, remind the person that someone in his life or her life needs him or her that he is being appreciated only that when you he is in a state of or she in a state of depression all these things are being blocked so provide that lifeline even if you can be the lifeline to him or her means tell the person that you value uh, you know that he exists that his existence has a meaning you know and lastly and then more importantly to engage e engage professional help so i think you know we have to complete a loop because most of us are not equipped not experienced we're not highly trained but i think through that course eh, i don't know about you parkson i really learned something valuable and you know i would like to share with everyone and that's why uh, we are doing it now that's right that's right it, it, it was a very very beneficial course you know uh and i think what we learn if we can remember it and we have opportunities to use it uh you know or when we do face such people you know come across such people i think at least we will know roughly what to do uh so we would definitely recommend you know as many of you to attend it as possible we'll put the, the information on our social media platforms so that you can register for that course it's completely free okay uh but it's definitely life-changing all right even if it's not for you for someone else okay uh, all right thank you jamal uh for taking this time to share your story we really really appreciate it we are very uh moved by it as well as very grateful that you are here today with us and your children still have you in their lives and your wife who has been so uh you know enduring and endearing patient with you and you know really uh the long suffering of your wife really uh you know 
I, I'm sure she's happy about it today because you know she has a transformed husband uh, and your children have a transformed father. So we want to congratulate you. We are so happy for you. And say please say hi to your wife and your kids on our behalf. Sure. Thank you. But uh, I also like to highlight to um, those uh, uh, person who wants to commit suicide, who have intention of committing suicide, please don't uh, think that way. You know, failure is a kind of uh, uh, a roller coaster. You know, uh, take it positively. You know, uh, if you think that you you have intention, please. Uh, Try to share to the close one that uh, don't take your life just like that. God create problems for us to suffer is for us to learn how that we can overcome problems. Uh, don't life is so precious. Please make full use of it. And then those who what uh, Hafiz was talking about lifeline, uh, wife, spouse, siblings, please. Uh, be patient with this kind of person. Don't give give up on them. You know, uh, uh, I'm so fortunate that I have a wife and a best friend who stay by my side all until I uh, overcome all these obstacles. Uh, do not give up on these kind of people, and they can do wonders once they turn over. Thank you so much. Absolutely agree with that. Okay. Right. Thank you very much, Jamal. This has been the WADT podcast. Thank you for listening. If you have enjoyed today's episode, be sure to follow us so that you will not miss any future episodes. Also, do let your fellow dads know about this podcast. If you would like to react to what you have heard today, just head to one of our social media platforms. We are on Instagram and Facebook. Or you can email us at wearedads2 at gmail.com. Do also let us know what you'd like us to discuss in the future podcasts. Till the next time, this is Hafiz and Parkson signing off. <laughs>